We are the number one podcast for self-empowerment, the go-to podcast for people that are tired of living as a lesser version of themselves and who are ready to make a change in their lives and those around them. If you're tired of kneecapping your growth and settling for less than you know you deserve, this is the podcast for you. We are Way Too Spicy, and this is the Success System Podcast. Welcome back to the Success System Podcast, brought to you by Way Too Spicy and our supporters. On our last episode, we continued our four-part series on loving yourself and discussed the ins and outs of liking yourself. In this episode, we're going to keep the ball rolling and we'll be discussing part three of our four-part series and discussing respecting yourself. So with that being said, let's jump into this week's episode, respecting yourself. So as you start to implement the things that we've been talking about in this four-part series, you'll start to grow and you'll start to change and you'll start to see things in your life start to go your way. You start to get happiness in the sense and why I mean by happiness, contentment in the sense that you are chasing the things that you want and you know, we understand, guys, it's going to be hard. It's supposed to be, it's not supposed to be easy, right? You're doing something that's new out of your comfort zone. And when you're going to that process, you're going to start noticing things. And I, we, we teased it a little bit in last week's episode in liking yourself when we were talking about people are going to start looking at you differently. People are going to, as you share your dreams with them, they're going to start to say, hey, you can't do that. Um, why are you doing this? Why are you making these changes in your life? Because at the end of the day, they want you to they can't see the vision of your growth and and so one of the biggest challenges that we found that people deal with is setting boundaries for themselves not only for themselves but with the people around them um i love this video where i was watching on instagram the other day about snoop and he was talking about as you start to grow there's a gap that's created and what happens in that gap is that your friends are not going to keep up with you. A lot of them, they're not going to keep up with you. So you're going to keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. But if you keep hanging out with those people, those friends of yours, you're going to find out that one or two things happens. You're either going to they're going to, go, they're going to rise to the level of your expectations, or you're going to actually go downward to their expectations to where they're at. So I say this because. In order to respect yourself and create the boundaries that you need for yourself, you need to figure out everything we've been talking about with liking yourself, knowing yourself, um, and and the last respecting one, yourself. and respecting yourself. And <clears throat> and so we, we talked about auditing yourself, creating a game plan, going through the process of figuring out who you want to be, and the things that you're no longer willing to tolerate from others, right? And I, and I say this because as you respect yourself and create boundaries with yourself you need to decide you need to decide would you rather and i I love it from nipsey um r.i.p you know would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world or at peace with yourself and at, at war with the world and being at war with the world may mean being at war with your friends it may mean being at war with your family because they don't have the vision to see what you're going where you're going and so you need to start creating personal boundaries because if you don't they will start to drain your energy they will suck your energy your motivation your excitement your enthusiasm of the things that you're going after they're going to drain it and it's not their fault they just really they can't see they can't see what you're trying to see they can't see the vision that you see in your mind and that's why they tell you don't share your dreams with a lot of people cuz people are dream killers they will kill your dreams 
And so you want to cultivate that dream. And, you know, one day comes by and these guys see you. It's like, damn, like, you blew up. Like, when did you start doing all this? Right. But if you had shared it with them and then they started talking like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. They're putting out into the world this negative energy of you not being able to do that thing. And that's not going to help you on your journey and getting started and creating that game plan for yourself. Oh, absolutely. Right. People will easily project their fears and insecurities onto you because they don't see themselves doing it. And so if I can't see myself doing it, how can I see you doing it? Right. But I think a part of yourself, your journey, right, of finding self and um, self-empowerment is really taking inventory of the people around you. And it extends even further past your friends and family. But think of like your colleagues. Right. I it brings me back to this story. Um, when I worked in med surge, I was considering applying to the ICU. Right. It was like this like forbidden area where it's like. It's scary. You know, the patients are really sick. You got to be on your A game. But something about that, like, piqued my interest. It was something about, like, oh, I'm going to be at the highest advocacy point for my patients, really making a difference. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I felt like this internal calling, like, Sherry, this is where you should go. Sherry, this is where you need to be. And so I remember I came home one day and I'm checking the um, intranet on um, the, the network of where I worked and a position opened up for the ICU. Mm-hmm. And I just remember feeling like, oh, my God, should I apply? Like, is this a sign that I should go? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I really want it. Right. And so with fear and excitement, I put my application in. And to give you guys some background, like I hadn't even been a nurse for years. I was a nurse for maybe like seven months, still freshly off orientation. But I had this internal feeling like, go for it, girl. Go for it. Despite the people that have been in the unit, on the floor with you for years, go for it. And so I applied. And I remember I waited at least like four or five days to tell my manager because a part of me felt like I was grateful that she took me in mm-hmm. as a new nurse, right? But then I'm like, how can I leave the unit Right. How can I leave after she gave me this opportunity? But it's like just because someone gives you an opportunity doesn't mean you have to stay there forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything is a stepping stone in life. And so I remember on that fifth, sixth day, I went to her office and I was nervous. You know, I had a little butterflies. But at the same time, I was excited. And I went to her and I was like, hey, like, I just want to thank you so much for this opportunity that you gave me. Like, you, you, you didn't even know who I was, but you took um, a chance on me as a new grad mm-hmm. and you took me in. And I really want to be respectful and give you the courtesy to let you know that I applied for the ICU. I was so excited, guys. And, you know, she turned, looked at me and said, do you think you're ready for the ICU? Mm-hmm. And I said, I mean, yes and no, right? Everything in life that's new, you're not really ready for it, but you embrace that fear and excitement. And I know myself, I know the discipline that I have, and I can feel the fire, the fuel within me, and I know I'm going to be great. So that means that I hope you are. I'll let you know if they um, reach out to me. But you could, I, I could sense, like, she wasn't excited for me, right? She, she didn't, like, she didn't show it. That she wasn't excited, but she didn't show the excitement that I was hoping to gain from someone who I looked to as a mentor. Yeah. 
And I say this story to say that sometimes the people that have taken chances on you, people that are closest to you, they will project their fears and insecurities onto you, right? And if you guys haven't listened to the previous episode that I talked about, you got to go back and listen to it. Because I really talk about like, take that lid off your jar and live your life. Despite what the people around you are saying, despite how they're feeling, you are meant to soar. If you have that feeling, that vision, the idea of you want to be something, you want to do something, go for it. Despite mm-hmm. what the people around you are saying, despite your environment, outgrow it. Respect yourself and know enough to know that if I had this idea come to me, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. There was like this internal thing inside of me that knows I'm capable of doing it. And because I know myself, because I like myself, I'm going to respect myself to listen to that inner voice and leap anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because I think <laughs> the, lo- the big problem a lot of people face is that they're too afraid to go and do the things that they want and they look for validation from others to affirm the decisions that they're making. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, there's no right way to live. Nobody knows the right answer. You got to realize that these people are also figuring it out. They're also human. They're also not perfect. They're not gods. And so you on your journey, yeah, when you, you go to the people that you care for and you love and you're talking to them, you got to realize that they, like we've been talking about through this four part series, people cannot see what you see. They can't get excited of what you're feeling inside because there's, there's a lot of things going on internally. And so you have to take everything they say with a grain of salt and be able to protect your peace in that process. Honestly, I love that. And it really takes me back to a scene in one of my favorite movies. And the second I saw this scene, it just always stuck with me. Right? It's that scene from Pursuit of Happiness when Will Smith is holding his son in his hands in the bathroom, right right, right mm-hmm. after the guy's trying to throw them out. Like, they have nothing left. All he has is this one machine that he's just banking on, right? Yeah, to sell. And he's <laughs> just sitting there, and he's just miserable, right? And I'm just like, damn, he's, he's really just, like, holding on to the vision, right? And I always connect that scene with the scene when him and Jaden are on the basketball court, and it's raining, and he's telling him, he's like, if you got a dream, you got to protect it. Yeah. Right, because if someone doesn't see your dream, they don't have your dream, they're going to do whatever they can to take that dream away from you. Mm-hmm. And like we've been saying throughout these throughout this four part series, that a lot of the time, it's not something that's done out of malice. Right? Yeah. People honestly want you to be safe and to play it safe, but the problem is when you play it safe, you're not playing to win; you're playing not to lose. And if you've heard that episode already, you know. Playing not to lose is never enough to mm-hmm. get you to become the person who you need to become to do the thing that you have to do to have what you deserve yeah. to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to touch up on that, right, and the, and the sense of, like, being safe, I think another part of respecting yourself is knowing which voice to listen to, mm-hmm. right? Because we're human beings, and our brains are Condition to keep us safe. Yeah. You're going to see the hazards ahead long before you even take that step towards it. You're going to hear the voice like, are you ready for this? Can you try out for that team? Can you switch your careers? You're 30 or 40 years old. I don't know. Can you do it? <laughs> but there's another voice in you that says, I want that. Yeah. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I believe in myself. 
at the end of the day, it's like, which voice are you going to listen to? Yeah, and and I, you know, something popped into my head is like, if you didn't start at tw- in your twenties, starting your thirties. Mm. If you didn't start in your thirties, starting your forties. If you didn't start in your forties, starting your fifties. It's never too late to start. If you feel like you are not living your life fully to the best of your capabilities or what you want, start. That's like we said. You got to show up. Start. Know where you want to go. Start chasing it and start going after it. And know that even if you don't hit the mark of what you're chasing after, it's the process that's the most important thing because you start to see yourself in a new light. You start to accept yourself in a new light. It's not about failure. It's about feedback. You get to grow from learning lessons along the way. Yeah, and along the way of your journey, right, we're talking about how you have to take inventory of the people around you. Those people might be, not might be the ones to help you along the, the way, right, yeah. on your journey. But the beautiful thing is as you do the thing to become the person that does the thing, the universe, God, however spiritual you are, is going to send people your way who are on the same path, who have already done the thing and are going to help carry you. They're going to help be of a resource to you. So don't worry about, oh, my gosh, I'm leaving this person behind. Da, 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 I don't want to. You are going to attract like-minded people who will be willing, freely, enjoyably share their insights with you, mm-hmm. help you, give you a leg up. So don't worry about leaving people behind because the people that are meant to help you on your journey, to help you become who you want to be, they're going to come to you. Absolutely. And I think in addition to really having those personal boundaries and really having and really taking that personal inventory of those that are around you is that decision that you have to make. And that is setting those external boundaries. Right. Because at the end of the day, it always starts with your personal boundaries. If you're not willing to hold yourself to boundaries, you're never going to hold and enforce boundaries for other people. And in that same token, you got to know how to set and hold those external boundaries for other people, right? So if this is something that you're personally working on figuring out or you haven't done it yet, I want you to give me five minutes and let's do an activity, right? If you're listening to this episode on your phone or your computer, I want you to take out your phone and go through your call log, okay? And I want you to look at every single person who you spoke to over the last seven days, Write their name down on a piece of paper. You put in your notes, a Google Doc, it doesn't matter. Right? Just make sure that every single person you spoke to is very clearly listed out. And now I want you to put a vertical line next to those names so you're now creating a second column. And in that second column, I want you to mark down that interaction. Was it a deposit or withdrawal from your jar, from your cup, from your energy? And for every person there... Who it, was a, who it was a withdrawal and not a deposit, I want you to just scroll through your interactions with this person. Are they just sucking your energy or are they actually pouring into your cup? Because we all know that you cannot pour from an empty cup. And we also know that you cannot fill a cup that has holes in it. Uh-huh. Mm. And unfortunately, the problem is everybody can't make it with you. Just what it is. Right? It's not, it's not a personal thing. But it's a personal thing. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you got to start surrounding yourself with people who not only fill your cup, but people who understand that sometimes you need to step away to replenish your own cup. Yeah. Yeah. And and going off with, you know, filling up your own cup and and making ideally you want your cup to be overflowing with abundance. 
you know, we talk about creating personal boundaries, inventory with uh, creating the taking inventory of the people around you, giving you that that those those steps that you need to take for yourself. And it's doing that because your energy is so important. It's what's going to drive you towards your goals, give you the energy to wake up and and attack everything with enthusiasm. But if you have people who are draining you constantly, it's hard to stay focused on your own goals. It's hard to stay focused on your own vision because you're so focused on everybody else. Right. I'm not saying cut everybody else out. You might have to if that's, you know, if that's where you need to start. But you can always come back with a helping hand when you actually come back when you get when you've gotten your own abundance. Exactly. I think when in the beginning of your journey, right, it's um, it's a sensitive time. Right. I, I heard um, I can't I think it was like Eric Thomas or someone who said that when's the best time to kill a dream in its infantile stage. Right. When it's when it's, it's new. new. Right. You're just you're you're thinking of what to do. You have the idea, but you don't have the habits or the system in place, right? You go around and you tell people, oh my goodness, I want to do this. I want to be that. And the people around you are like, why would you want to do that? For what? That's when it's easiest to kill your dream. Mm-hmm. Then so you, you start to question it. Yeah. Then you start to question it, right? Dang, is it too big? Am I doing too much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing a lot. It's great. Your dreams should scare you and those around you. Yeah. If you tell somebody your dream and they and they don't say, well, why would you want to do that? Yeah. It ain't big enough. Uh-huh. Think uh, big. Yeah, and I love Dang Pena. He, um, I might butcher what he said, but it was talking about, you know, if you're friendly and your friends and the people around you don't think you're nuts, then you're not doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> get delusional. Get passionate. Find your purpose. Pursue it relentlessly, consistently, freely. It doesn't matter what he, she, your friends, your coaches have to say. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you respect yourself enough to know that I can be bigger than my current circumstances. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, the only person who has to like you is you. Mm. The only person who has the power to validate you is you. And the only person you ever need to show up for each and every single day is you. And if you're doing that, everybody else's like is extra. Mm-hmm. Everybody else's love is extra. Mm-hmm. Everybody else's validation is extra. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, you have to protect your energy. Because I can tell you right now, no matter how many, how many times someone apologizes, if they drop your vase... And they glue it back together, and it will never hold water the same. Mm-hmm. Never. Got to protect it. And honestly, start respecting yourself enough to stand on your principles. Yes. Yeah. Right? I can't stand count on. on two hands the number of times I talk to people, and they go something like, "Yeah, man, this year I'm getting in the gym. I'm not going out. I'm gonna start taking it seriously." And then you see them out. They getting turned up. I ain't got no problem with that, right? At the end of the day, do what you want to do, yeah. right? But don't sit here and complain about the results you're not getting from the work you didn't do. Yeah. Word to ET. Because mm. at the end of the day, you always have the power to say yes or say no. Yeah. And if spending time with the people who you care about means that you're deviating from your path, That's start your spending less time with them if you're serious. Yeah. Or spend time with them if you want to, right? But like Coach Amade is saying, be certain 
about where you stand. Because don't complain about the mistakes that don't complain about the quote unquote mistake, aka the effect of the decision that you chose to make. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're in control. You've always been in control. Yeah. You're in the driver's seat. Keep your eyes forward because you're not going to go anywhere fast looking in the rearview mirror. And that includes falling back on your principles, allowing people to take you back where you used to be. Don't let, don't fall into that facade. Oh my gosh, you used to be this person. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not that person not anymore. Sorry. This is who I am. Let me reintroduce you because the box that you tried to put me in, I don't live in that box. I created my new reality. Yep. And you got to tell people, you either accept it and love me for who I am, or I can love you from afar Talk and keep rocks. it moving forward. <laughs> that part. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't got time anymore to be wasting my energy on people who are negative, who are not going to uplift me, who are not going to invest in me. Because, right, that's the goal I'm going to be doing is investing in you. I want you to be the best version of yourself. And if yeah. you don't like that, that's cool. I'm just going to have to limit my interactions with you because those are the type of people I want to surround myself with. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, all your relationships have to be 100 100. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to let that person do what they need to do to show up as their fullest, most abundant yep. version of themselves. Yep. But they have to let you do the same. Exactly. No if, judgment. And if they are not allowing you to do that, respect yourself enough to walk away. Yeah. Because as much as it may hurt to leave that person behind in the moment, it is going to feel amazing when that full circle closes and that person comes looking for, looking towards you for help. Mm-hmm. And you can be grateful that you didn't stop where they stopped. Exactly. You can come from a place of love and compassion because you know it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's a process and you can help those who are willing to go and do the hard things. Exactly. But do not let them deter you off of your path, off of your journey. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that reminds me of Les Brown. I think it was Les Brown, right? Go where there is no path and leave a trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Les mm-hmm. Brown. It was Les Brown. Yep. Yeah. I think we should close this episode. But on that note, <laughs> it was great talking to y'all. Love y'all. Looking forward to next week. I am your coach. You can follow me on IG, Coach Amadeus. And you can find me, First Lady of Way Too Spicy, at I am Sherry J. And if you don't know by now, it is S-H-E-R-R-I-J. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at I am Coach D-T, that is D as in David, T as in Thomas. And of course, as always, connect with us. We would love to hear your story and we'd love to have more conversations with you all. You can connect with the podcast page on Instagram at Success System Podcast. Reach out to us. We're here for you. We're rooting for you. You've got this. You have more than enough. You've always had more than enough. And you are going to win as long as you do not quit. And with that being said, Mm -hmm. this is the Success System Podcast. We are way too spicy. And we will see you all next week. Don't cry to give up. Cry Cry to to keep keep going. going. (laughs) No, no, no. Way too spicy. Yeah. Sidebar. We've been getting a lot of people ask about our apparel. Something's coming soon. Dot, dot, dot. Mic drop. We're still working on the outro. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs>